Hello and welcome to the Decibel Boost Podcast, the official music podcast of the website Surreal Resolution. I'm your host, Robert, and I'm really glad my name is not Dan Schneider right now. And with me, I have... Status reports. A Super Bowl hangover of sadness. Everything is pain. Nothing matters. Fuck Taylor Swift. Fuck you! And... Did I not get this case of Baja Blaz and Blaster and Dragon here? Is that Nick Offerman? Oh, hey! Baja Blast! That is the one thing I'm concerned about right now. Yeah, Thanks, man! Man, that is a. Uh, that is some yeah, good blast. Oh. Oh, oh. Okay, okay, okay. He was taking a sip for comedic effects. Oh! <laughs> Yeah, I, I had I bought some Baja Blast over the weekend because like I, I I gotta tell you like I, I don't know what's going on like obviously it's here year round and all but like people must have been prepared because like every time I go to like the the Walmart that's closest to our house for some Baja Blast they never have like the the twelve packs of cans at least in the normal flavors I've only ever seen like the zero sugar ones and I'm sure that's important for people like you know Alex who prior to this recording, has said that he cares about what goes into his body, but I don't, so... <laughs> I am I am not a man of discerning taste, clearly. So I gotta hunt around until I find the full calorie shit. Or at least force somebody else do it. <laughs> yeah. So, um... Yeah, here we are, episode 338. Uh, Alex, are you sure? How are you feeling? Like, <sighs> I advise all of you to never get involved into, into a sporting team for any reason. It is not fun when your team loses, but I will talk a bit about the game on Sunday. It was a very close game, very defensive heavy. Oh, hang on, I got something in my, in my mouth. I got get it out of my throat. <clears> throat> what happened? So, so uh, yeah, it, it was a good game and all, and, you know, things happened. The, the Usher halftime show was uh, fun, and, um, oh, hang on, I got some. Yeah, there's... I'm sure there's going to be, like, an all-time record, you know, uh, audience, you know, watching it on TV. And uh, it was a lot of fun. It went into overtime, which, you know, that, uh, that, that's always fun when it happens. And, uh, oh, I, I, got, I got a little bug in my throat. Hang on. Oh, you fucking <sighs> So, yeah, uh, the, the season's over, and now we look forward to uh, next season, where uh, hopefully things will end up uh, a lot better than it did uh, on Sunday for me specifically. I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm I'm just marveling at the uh, at you channeling James Rolfe so perfectly. Yeah, it's, uh... <sighs> not a fun time, but hey, the usher performance was fun. I'll take that. Won't we all? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mark, are you doing okay? Yeah, I'm doing fine. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I did watch the game game because, well, 
to still have Paramount Plus. I figured, fucking, why not? And then, I mean, and I could, and 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 then, and then, and then, when I was watching the the game, the, the game mode on that, I don't, I don't know, I I didn't know if they, if they were doing the nigga the, 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 the nigga long feed, so I I, I gave it just a fucking like, damn it, but I but I but 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 wow but wow. I'm the one kind of just like, I'm, I'm, you know, you know, because I'm the kind of just like, okay, I, I watched some of it, they didn't check for weird ass commercials and all that shit. Which, yeah, which, yeah, we, we, yeah, we, yeah, 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 there's some, some, you know, you know, get typical school commercials. A lot of them were just not good this year, except for one that we may uh, touch on later. It'll tie into something. Yeah. I'm just, I, I'm just trying to figure out why are we getting a Twister sequel? Because '90s nostalgia. That's why. Fucking hell! I mean, I, I guess. I mean, I, guess, I mean, yeah, her, yeah, her the villain, but yeah, I guess. And I don't know, I don't know why. When I'm thinking that ducking those ducking motion with Ben Affleck and Mandem, I'm thinking. Well, I'm thinking, basically, I'm thinking, well, I don't know why I, f- I thought of Rob has been that flicking. And I just met them and I said, why am I doing this shit? Because Boston, that's why. <laughs> They're all from Boston, you see? They gotta live up to all those stereotypes. Ugh. I don't know, I will say that one, that one commercial with King Jong and Popeye is like, okay, I mean, he's from the future. I will say, I will say, maybe most Popeyes. I mean, crazy is fun. People yeah. like crazy, like the Reese's commercial. Everybody's freaking out, but then it goes to, oh, okay, and then, then they do it again. Like that's fun. Like, don't give us, you know, blind celebrity worship. Give us insanity. Yeah, the funny thing is, we actually had Popeyes for dinner last night. Pretty good. Yeah. No, that wasn't Pop. Damn, damn, I want some Popeyes. That's how they get you, man. Um, anyway, as for me, well, first of all, I've been, um, diving a bit more into, uh, the story mode of Tekken 8, and also watching a bunch of Tekken lore videos to, uh, catch up even more what I missed. Uh, man, I really wish I had Leroy Smith's dog. She, she's a very cute dog. Also, I completely missed the fact that he's voiced by Bo Billingsley. It has been a <laughs> yep. hot minute since I heard that voice. And aside from that, uh, I did actually uh, go out on Saturday to uh, the local Renaissance Fair. Because it is uh, about that time. It's pretty fun, you know, cool seeing all the, uh, you know, activities. Watching people, you know, uh, do, like, blacksmithing on swords and stuff. You know, fake sword fighting. It was very amusing. Uh, there is one thing that's still kind of like, like I'm still thinking about it. I was just walking around with like my roommates and such, and I walked past like just some strangers, and at one point, I overhear the phrase, "Is that a Jonah Hill lookalike?" And I'm just like, like just out of the corner of my eye, I, I turn around, I look and see where like the voice is coming from. And it's clearly these two people who are very directly looking at me. And I'm just here like, 
<laughs> I don't... Am I supposed to... T- I feel like I'm supposed to take that as an insult, but I'm more confused than anything else. Like, c- literally my only response is question marks. <laughs> <laughs> the world is a strange place, but yeah, it was pretty fun. You know, ate a good amount of food, had some of those good old uh, period appropriate delicacies like uh, fried pork tenderloin sandwiches and uh, chocolate covered cheesecake on a stick. Truly the most fitting food for a 17th century society. But uh, let's see, was there anything else? Not much else that I can think of, so that pretty much about does it for all the formalities, so we're going to move on from that to, of course, our usual business, and it's uh, mainly just uh, songs this week. So, as always, there will be a playlist down in the description, so you can follow along with us, pick up some new tunes for your playlist, mark your calendars for any upcoming albums, all of that good stuff. So starting right at the top here, uh, as we all know, uh, the footwork producer Jay Lynn is dropping her newest album, A Coma, on March 22nd. We've already had a preview of the album's lead single, which featured composer Philip Glass. And now we have single number two here called Auset. A-U-S-E-T. That, that spelling kind of threw me off. You have no idea how many times I had to retype it to get it right. So, uh, a particular note in this track is, uh, a lot of the melodies on this one, there's a lot of really great, like, you know, lead melodic synth work with a lot of these staccato notes, interesting melodic progressions, and these very weird, uh, bleeps and blips that kind of swell in and out of the mix and sound really good over top the usual, uh, thumping frenetic percussive rhythms that you expect out of this genre and Jalen's production at this point. So, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, you're pissing here, pissing here, like you know, like same here, like this, 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 this is some more, like I, 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 I say more, more extravagant, but then again, most Jalen stuff does have more extravagant, but this is definitely to the next level. But yeah, but yeah, but yeah, yeah, I dig it. Moving on to the next song here, so uh. As we heard a while back, uh, the Florida-based band Gouge Away are set to drop their first new album in six years in approximately about a month from now. So uh, March uh, 15th, you'll be able to hear the band's newest album, Deep Sage. And uh, we have the second single from the album here now titled Dallas. Kind of funny for a band that's mainly from Florida, but uh, on this particular song, we have... Pretty much the exact opposite of what we got from the first single. That first song was very much a direct, punchy, to-the-point punk jam. And this one is... Well, it's about three times the song. It's like six minutes total. And it's way more of a shoegaze type of thing. I feel like there's some really weird, like, direct relationship between hardcore bands and shoegaze. But I could be overthinking things. But yeah, uh, the song is pretty steady in its tempo. Very straightforward in the... Uh, guitar chords and rhythms the vocals have that very kind of like dreamlike ethereal presence it even does like slow down a bit towards the end for more of that uh serene essence so if that's your thing then hey go for it the song is absolutely your jam it's very low down to earth and grungy almost shoegazy in parts yeah because you know there's that very foreboding 
uh, you know, entrancic. I don't know if I'm saying the word right, but it puts you in a trance. Uh, and it's equally emotional with the vibe is setting with lyrical content. It, it's pretty solid here. I like it. Cool, cool. Now, uh, moving on to the next track here. Uh, as we know, we're having a we're just about set for another uh, mini album, courtesy of Shabazz Palaces, following up the one they came out with last year, uh, March 29th, Exotic Birds of Prey. Uh, we already heard one of the singles previously, so uh, Mark, why don't you go ahead and tell us what's going on here with uh, song number two? Yeah, so song number two we have Mints of the Occult. Featuring, okay, 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 featuring DC rapper Japrie Magnetic, which I'm not gonna lie, I thought that almost says Japanese Magnetic. <laughs> I keep thinking okay, it's and, Supreme Magnetic. Okay, and no, I don't think for the song, well, it's about two minutes, so it's quite a short one. Okay, it, it does have that, well, you know, the huge. Well, basically, the you know the usual bass passes beat as a very you know, you know, you know, very, you know, very like very simple. I, I, I want to say simple, but more more kind of like that weird that weird that, that we're kind of wonky, but not not very wonky. But more is is that okay? Okay, okay. Basically, you, look, you hear bass passes song, you know what it sounds like. That's what I'm saying. And all right, and I got meant to sound not too bad. Like the lyrics, the, 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 the lyrics. No, no, not just me either. With um, with, 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 with I'm guessing supreme rapper because I make it because because that's what I, because that's what I heard. But yeah, but yeah, but what I heard is all I say is it's something like like again like I I think this this, this sounds kind of dope. And yeah, that's all I got. Fair enough. Now, uh, moving on to the next track here, so. Around the tail end of the 2010s, we saw the uh, disbanding and dissolution of uh, thrash metal titans Slayer doing a solid amount of touring for their big, uh, you know, farewell run. You know, the band getting up in years, everybody wanting to retire. Uh, I know Tom, at the very least, was probably, like, uh, trying to spend more time with family and such, which, fair enough. Uh, there's been a lot of uh, mixed messaging in the meantime about, like, whether or not any subsequent Slayer activity would be happening. Uh... Obviously, it seems unlikely, given the fact that the band members are off on their own paths, doing a lot of their own things, and I'm pretty sure Carrie King has said, like, there's pretty much no chance in hell that a reunion's happening. I'm pretty sure everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> right. Wink, wink, wink. Uh, but in the meantime, Carrie King obviously uh, is not one to slouch, because uh, it looks like he's already gearing up for his first solo album due out may 17th the title is from hell i rise subtle so uh if you're wondering what kind of lineup he's got for his big solo project uh here is the lineup as follows uh on vocals we have mark osegeda from death angel uh on guitar you know presumably backing him up on rhythm we have phil demel from violence and i believe formerly of machine head and now formally of violence, uh, as of, like, a week ago, I think. Damn, seriously? Huh. I believe that's what I heard, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, on bass, we have Kyle Sanders from Hell Yeah. And, uh, funnily enough, of all the people to get on drums, Paul Bostaff. So, I guess that's uh, reason number two why we're not getting, like, any, uh, Slayer reunion. 
So, with that kind of lineup, uh, we have the lead single here, uh, from the album, which is, uh, Idle Hands. And, uh, boy, uh, it, it's, uh, it's pretty much a Slayer tune. I mean, I, I, I'm not really sure what to say about it, because, like, I, on the one hand, I'm not surprised. On the other, I mean, like, it, it's, it is Slayer, like, the riffs are there, the drumming is quite literally there, fuck, even Mark's vocal delivery on the track kinda has, like, a lot of, like, that Tom Araya affectation in spots, so, um, I mean, if you're still desperate for any taste of, like, Slayer in the 2020s, this is pretty much about as good as it's gonna get for you, I don't know, like, like, like here's my thing, I, I feel like, post-90s Slayer has just kind of hit, like, it's always been a case of, like, diminishing returns where each album's been a little less good. So, this doesn't really do much for me, if I'm being honest. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll add an addendum to that and say the last, uh, quote-unquote, good Slayer album was uh, Christ Illusion, which was from 2006. So, take that however you will. As for my notes on this song... <clears throat> Okay, okay, but uh, Mm. seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn. (laughs) This is just, we have Slayer at home in all of the worst ways. (laughs) You know how how we have progressive metal? This is regressive metal, trying to harken back to the era of mid-80s thrash. Guys, it's been over 40 years. You either evolve or you get left behind. Or if you're Carrie King, you talk a whole lot of shit about Dave Lombardo and Tom Mariah because you're a miserable fuck who can't learn a fucking scale for a soul to save his goddamn life. What do you mean learn whammy bar isn't a scale? <laughs> what do you God mean? Damn, Carrie. What do you mean the whammy bar isn't a scale? <laughs> Chromaticism does not a good solo make. <laughs> Funniest thing I've heard all week. This might, this might be the funniest episode we've recorded so far this year. This is a blast. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me, let me calm down. Let me calm down. I'm laughing by proxy now. Whew. So, anyway, let's try to move on. So, March 1st. For this next duo of songs here, uh, it looks like we're going to finally see a brand new studio album from Schoolboy Q. Man, it's been like five oh, years. Oh, finally. Yeah, yeah, it's been five years since the last Crash Talk, which I've said that it's kind of a wet now, to be honest. I mean, I like a few tracks over there, but I mean, I didn't... Really go back to that as much, maybe a few tracks here or so, but yeah, but, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, is back. At least, at least now, at least I got an album coming out, and hopefully, I hear something better than that last track he got a single, but anyway, but anyway, like I said, we got two, we got not one, but two songs from here today that be first be, first be Blue Slides, second being Back in Love. Now, I'm gonna go to Blue Slides first. Because I think that track, I kind of like the most out of that. 
after two, after two couple of times, like if he, if he, if he, if he got this, in the, he, he got this, you no, know, very, he, he got this piano, and this piano jazz kind of production, like it's very, you know, song like this piano, this, which, 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 we realize it's over. It's just like a desperate. Your mind, your body on pressure. Given time, you need it. And then this line where it says, "It says, lots of home, lots of homeboy with the drugs, man. I'm not trying to go backwards." And yeah, and, and yeah, because you want to, yeah, he's talking about Mac Miller, which that kind, which, which kind of makes sense. And and a song go, yeah, it's really, it's really, I, I kind of think it's the, it's the. I would say this song is is a I think it's the it's the best out of those two other stuff and out of those uh, double out of those you know two songs you got you know and 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 the production is pretty amazing this one. As for um, as for back in love, I say that one's okay. Like it's 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 not the worst thing I remember. Like it's I mean it's it's okay. it's it's basically basically. Lean more to what I've heard from Crash Talk. I mean, it's it's not a bad track. I will say it's more it's more the middle ground for me for being you know maybe maybe mainstreamish kind of. I mean, we got to say like like I'm back in like you're saying back in love with this shit. I'm back in love with this shit, which I'm guessing not. Which I'm guessing which is gonna like you know basically. But like I want to say, I'm talking about some life and shit. Like, like basically, like, yeah, it's like, like you're supposed to like, work, 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 push, or you know, like first, for first car without a drove was a box. I was headed to the bread where I went, like basically, like, some shit like that. Like, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, like on this album, which they had, which they they had to attract, they had they did did like a trailer trailer of it like beforehand, but I. But I feel like this might be this would be a step up. Who knows? I mean, I can't wait to hear to see how it goes. If nothing else, I do appreciate the uh, contrast and vibes here. One song kind of has like a really pretty, lush elegance to it, and the other kind of has like a darker feel, more in line with modern trap. So you know, take that as you will. Now, uh, moving on to the next single here. Uh, so the last time we heard from uh, Casey Musgraves, at least in an album context, was uh, 2021's Starcrossed, an album about her divorce from Rustin Kelly that, it, from what I remember, the, the reception around that one seemed so, like, middling. Like, I, okay, it's not my favorite thing I've heard from her. I do need to listen to a bit more, I'll admit, but, like, I didn't think it was that bad. Meanwhile, I'm pretty sure, like... I don't know, it, it just seemed like people weren't as hot on it as they were on, like, Golden Hour, but that is what it is. But It uh, was an album that happened. That's all we can say about it. Pretty much. But uh, she hasn't been, like, slouching much since then. Uh, I mean, hell, she's made quite a... She's gotten quite the reputation in the past year or so because of that Zach Bryan collaboration that was number one. Which we we gotta say, hey, we gotta say congrats to her and her and him for, for you know saying fuck you to Nashville. <laughs> 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 that, might, 
But uh, now, uh, with that uh, hit under her belt, it's uh, time for her to make some more moves. Because, uh, as it turns out, uh, Casey's got a brand new album dropping next month, March 15th. Uh, it's titled Deeper Well, and we have the first single here to coincide with that announcement, which is, of course, the title track. Now, uh, the <laughs> instrumental here is uh, mainly focused on this very pretty, like, acoustic guitar melody, which is kind of just, like, the bedrock of everything for a song where uh, Casey is singing a lot about, like, growing past uh, terrible habits and ditching the people in your life that are extremely toxic and enable, like, really uh, negative thought patterns and behaviors. Plus, it might be the first time I've heard a country song reference gravity bongs. Though I'm told she has, like, a song or two in her backlog that is about smoking weed, but... Ah, I had to look up what a gravity bong even was. I'm not even sure how that actually works. Because I think it's, like, it's, like, two bongs that are kind of, like, the necks are, like... Or, like, the openings are, like, close to each other, and, like, it's kind of... The smoke is... Fa I, I, should, I shouldn't continue to talk about smoking weed, but either way, the point is, I like the sound of the song, I can appreciate the lyrical content... I will be keeping an eye out for this album. I mean, it's only a month away, and there's a decent amount coming out March 15th. I'm getting the sense, so let's see what happens. Okay, coming up on three years since Starcrossed uh, happened, uh, we're now going back to a more basic cottagey approach, albeit without the influence of Jack Antonoff anywhere to be found, with a bit of folk crossed with bluesy country guitar licks and some twang in the vocals. And I really like this. It's everything I, I like to hear in a country ballad, which means most of the country radio will ignore and or bury her because she's not one of the uh, good old boys. Ah, uh, did you also watch that Spectrum Pulse video about bro country? I did. It depressed me. Yeah. And okay, and uh, I also want to I also want to comment on this. Um, I'm looking at track list. There's a there's a track called Anime Highs. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Hang on. What's it called? Anime Eyes. Fantastic. <laughs> you have my attention, Casey. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, that's not the only country song we're talking about here, though. Yeah! So, uh... Oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I actually have a bit of a, of a context prelude to, to this next one here. Go ahead. So, <clears throat> as is the case every year, uh, the Super Bowl has a lot of commercials people only watch. And while the bulk of this year's commercials weren't great, in fact, some of them were absolutely terrible... Uh, a few stood out over the rest, and Beyonce had one for uh, Verizon, of all things, that had her in uh, different scenarios to, quote-unquote, break the internet. Don't ask, but doesn't matter. But it ended on this line. Okay, drop the new music. And sure enough, what do I see from everybody, you know, all the major news outlets? A new Beyonce album coming out, and two new songs out now. And they're country songs. Yeah. Yeah, she's going country. 
Yeah, so the album is coming out March 29th. It's called Act 2, which, as the name implies, is a follow-up to her Renaissance project. Mm -hmm. Uh, The singles that we have here, they're called Texas Hold'em and 16 Carriages. And I I gotta tell you, I was not prepared for... um, I'm debating whether I say this out loud, because... I told it to my roommates, and they cringed very hard at my word choice. Um, be ye say, if you will. <laughs> You're uh, with the cringe at you. I have now officially uh, topped my previous record for the single worst joke I've ever made in the history of this podcast. <laughs> I want to thank the Academy. I want to thank my parents. I want to thank the weird guy down the street who keeps telling me <laughs> shitty jokes. I I couldn't do this without any y'all. But, uh, yeah, as far as uh, these actual songs, now, yes, they are both uh, country jams, but they, of course, uh, carry themselves a bit differently. Uh, Texas Hold'em is mainly a lot of, um, you know, kind of like acoustic melodic strumming. You got a bit of, like, thumping percussion. Uh, and then in 16 Carriages, I think it's a bit more... Um, like, it's got more of a contrast. Like, the verses definitely have, like, a bit of a quiet melodicness to them. And then when it gets to the chorus, it just, like, oomphs. And it kind of hits more in your face. And there's definitely more, like, elaborate vocal harmonies in that one. And, you know, maybe it's because I've literally spent the past month as of change listening to nothing but Johnny Cash. But, surprisingly, these songs aren't that bad. I, I don't know, I'm, maybe I'm still trying to get over just the, like, Mad Libs nature of Beyonce goes country, but I mean, it's a fairly pleasant listen for both songs. Yeah, and um, to be fair, to be fair, like, it ain't the first time she's going country, like, she, 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 she had a country song on, uh, on Lemonade, she did, uh, it's called Daddy Lessons. Official four net with the chicks one time at an army somewhere, but and now thinking about it, I kind of maybe, maybe I think, maybe I think, um, Dwayne Bissach would have gone this way considering, well, because last we got the Grammy, she was wearing this big ass country hat, which this big white cowboy hat, which that might, that might be some sort of clue, and okay, and given how like. Okay, the first Renaissance record that was all focused on, you know, on house music, all that shit. This one's gonna be more country. This is this is a trilogy. Now one, what's gonna be the third one? Unless she, she does do that, I don't know, free form. I don't know, jazz like Kenny G did or Beyonce B. Uh, like in the commercial, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But as yeah, but as with the song itself, um, they're pretty, you know, like what they are, what they are, they're pretty good. Like yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's 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 definitely a sound that it's definitely a sound that. Well, again, I don't really listen to a lot of it as much, but okay, I can appreciate it for what it is. Now, this is a grand display of artistic freedom. I can absolutely respect, given that. Uh, She's earned the status of I will do whatever the hell I want now, which is about everything over the last ten years. And uh, yeah, Lemonade—that's proven to be quite the pivotal pivotal moment in music history, hasn't it? It's aged rather well since it came out. 
So a country, uh, a, a, what looks like a full country album from her. I'm down. Oh, and also, I think I know uh, what the modus operandi for this is. It's a gigantic triple dog dare to the Grammys. Deny me album of the year this time, you fuckers. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to have to actually experience Lemonade. Mm, one of these things I probably the look look at look at some black country artists which which the which which, which yes people yes people they they do exist and they do you know be um but maybe I should probably you know do do more do more on that but yeah but, but yeah but yeah but yeah yeah it is it, it, it is more like well 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 in a country album now what are you gonna say now oh the Grammys. So, yeah, that's got to be fun to see play out. Now, uh, that pretty much covers all the uh, major song discussion. Now, the only other thing we really have left to take care of is the new album releases for the week of uh, February uh, 16th. I don't know why. For a second, I thought I got the date of this Friday wrong. Maybe I'm finally losing my mind. But yeah, the new album releases for the week of February 16th, 2024. Starting at the top, we have the new self-titled album from black metal musician Isan. Uh, from the British punk band Idols, we have their new album T-A-N-G-K. Tang? I'm not sure how it's pronounced. Tang! Uh, from uh, Chromio, we have uh, Adult Contemporary. From uh, Laura Jane Grace, we have her new solo album Hole in My Head. And last but certainly not least, we have Jennifer Lopez with her newest album, This Is Me Now. Also, Jennifer Lopez still does music? Apparently so. Huh. Well, alrighty then. Uh, now it's about time to uh, clean house and get the hell out of here. So, uh, Alex, where could you be found on the internet? As of this week, nowhere. I'm, I'm going to be underground for the next week because... Everything is pain, but uh, uh, this show, uh, the other show, the, the, the Discord, uh, yeah, those places. Fair enough. Uh, Mark, what about you? Let's see. Um, this show, uh, social media, my site. I know, I, mean, I, I, know I, mean, I know I ain't did much. It, I, I ain't did much, but shit, I don't know. Like, if I do something this week, you'll, you'll, you'll know. True, true. And uh, as for me, you can find me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Blue Sky, now that it's uh, publicly open, hint, hint, at Rob Barracuda. You can email me, robert at surrealresolution.com, for uh, questions, comments, concerns, and inquiries. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on uh, iTunes, Apple Music, Google Podcasts. While Google Podcasts is still around, uh, I'm still looking into potential alternative hosting places because we really got to expand seriously google what the fuck why do you suck so bad at everything now it, it should not be possible to suck this much sorry i'm, I'm just annoyed so yeah uh there you know audio only episodes go up every wednesday uh be sure to follow us on twitter at surreal rezo like us on facebook visit the website surrealresolution.com for uh written articles this podcast podcast ona 
and all of that good stuff. And of course, be sure to jump into our Discord server, as that is the best place to be immediately notified whenever new things go up on the site. So uh, thank you for tuning in this week. We'll of course be back uh, next week with more of the uh, fun, usual madness. And uh, until next time, I am so glad I did not watch AI Jesus give someone a foot rub.